Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Arshawn McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest. We have Thornton Klein. How are you doing, sir? Great. Good, good, good. good. Thank you for uh, having me on your show and your podcast. No problem. So we have a, a series of books to talk about, but uh, I guess the first book I want to ask you about is your book titled A Novel Life. A Novel Life is a psychological thriller. It's, uh, in a nutshell, it's about a 17-year-old um, protagonist, Colton uh, Tucker is his name. He uh, thinks he wrote this book, he, and he finds out later he didn't write the book. Um, it's his first debut um, novel uh, that he signed with a 60-city book tour and a unusually large advance uh, from a New York, top New York uh, publisher, Sheldon House Publishers. And um, as he's doing his tour, um, he starts to realize in a 60-city book tour in Laramie, Wyoming, that something is really strange. It's deja vu moments, meaning that he he's lived it. He's living everything um, that he wrote about a year before in his book. And he meets, uh, re, re-meets, uh, reunites with his, the love of his life, Taylor. And, uh, Taylor, he realizes that something terrible and catastrophic is going to happen to her if everything has happened so far in the book also comes true at the end. So he tries desperately, Colton tries desperately to contact the publisher, the chief editor in chief. His name is Arnold Turnbull, Turnbull. And he pleads with him to change the ending of the book so that something catastrophic doesn't happen to his the love of his life. And the editor-in-chief refuses to do so. And consequently, uh, uh, Carlton has to take everything into his hands, all the fate, his fate and the fate of his, the love of his life, in, who, who, whose name is Taylor, into his own hands, Carlton's own hands. And that's sort of how the book uh uh, has lots of twists in it, uh, and a very unusual ending. No one will predict. And it was fun to write. Very fun to write. So, make now a with that, movie, right, make a good, film, right. Make a good film, film. Now with that particular project, uh, how long did it take you to put it together? Well, I started, I worked on it in 2017, and, um, I was in a workshop I give credit to. Uh, her name is Cherie Bennett. Um, she's a New York Times bestseller author, and I took. She accepted me into her workshop with a scholarship and everything, full scholarship, and um, she helped me work on the book too, as far as uh, molding it and editing and getting it all ready. And uh, then, um, then it was ready to pitch as a as a, to a publisher, and I I sent it out to many different publishers and SYP. It stands for Southern Yellow Pine Publishing Company. They're in Florida. Um, they, I met the editor or the publisher at the Southern Festival of Books in Nashville, Tennessee, and I loved the covers she did. I loved the books she did, and I told her about my book that I would like to submit it to her for consideration. Because keep in mind, this is traditional. Everything I do is traditionally published, no, no self-publishing. And uh, there's nothing wrong with self-publishing, but it, it works for me. The traditional publishing route does. And so I submitted to her, and she loved the book. Then we did a lot of editing on it. She sent me a contract, and she also signed another one of my books, a children's book. And 
which hasn't come out yet, but uh, we've worked on. I've worked on this for years and years, a couple of years, and the book is finally um, out. It's uh, available. It was available yesterday on Amazon and other um, sites too, um, and it's um, starting to get uh, real positive five star reviews on it. So um, just um, that's how how it works. You have to keep keep working on a book and working on a book until it's you know done. It might be the fifth or tenth uh, draft, edit, and everything. So. Right. So let's go into that self-published traditional publishing aspect. Um, since you're self, I mean, since you're traditionally published, uh, what do you think is the secret sauce to getting picked up? Because a lot of people are self-publishing in, in essence to getting picked up by a traditional publisher, but it's not working for some. So what have you yeah. noticed is the secret sauce for you? Okay. Well, no, it's true. You're right. And, and I, like I say, I have nothing against self-publishing. I think it's awesome. I think people, uh, it gives it opens doors for people um, to that have had it with um, some traditional publishers. It's, it is very frustrating. I agree with you. It's, uh, there are some books that I've sent out, uh, probably to probably at least a hundred publishers, or literary agents, and that there haven't been any bites on it. And and I would feel like many people would feel like giving up and everything. But uh, so what I do is I continue to rewrite the book and get it better and better and better and edit it until it's just like. I mean, flawless, almost flawless. And um, I think that's one of the secrets is not to rush. The secret sauce is not to rush just to get a book out, but to make sure it's one of the very best books. Keep in mind that people like the greats, like Edgar Allan Poe, uh, and there have been other really great, uh, uh, you know, novelists in the in in over the history that have only had one novel in their whole life that they've they've written and have published and so i mean you just got to be extra extra picky 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 with your writing uh, a lot of people just settle for like one or two drafts or edits and then they're ready to have have it self-published but it's i think the secret sauce is uh is nitpicking and getting it so good i mean just flawless have people read it like different beta readers and uh and just get it reviewed with some people before it's actually published, you know, and then, then, then you can send it to, um, you know, if you want to go the traditional route or if you want to do it self-published, but even still self-published books have to be really top-notch quality books, you know, keep in mind that too. So, um, yeah, I would say that's the secret is to put in the extra time and work on it. Right. To get it the price. Right. So you were very fortunate to get a multi-series book deal. I, I really want to hear more about that. That's, uh, that series, I guess it starts off with the title of Mrs. P, Your Hair is on Fire? Correct. I know. It's funny. Every kid that, every kid that sees it or sees the title or sees the cover, just, it just gets their attention. They just love it. They think it's great. And Well, yes, I was very fortunate. I'm, I'm, I feel so, so blessed and fortunate about that. Lucky. Uh, the... I, I wasn't intending for it to be a, a, a big series like that, but it was based on a true story, by the way. I, I don't know if you care me to say anything about that true story or not, but it's very, it's a cool true story. Yeah, and please share. About a teacher. Well, the teacher, it started out, everybody won in this one, in this case, everybody wins, and which is fun. Um, I work, I worked at a school called Sumner Academy in Gallatin, Tennessee, and what happened was this woman donated um, I donated a certificate, a gift certificate or gift card that um, the winner of this gift card who donated would um, would be my first character in my, my book, in my children's book, and uh, the, the lead character, the protagonist. Well, lo and behold, the, um, the Mrs. P 
at uh, Sumner Academy, science teacher, their eighth grade, which is uh, in the book, she donated $750 to the school to help the school as a fundraiser. And it ended up uh, that I used her in um, the first book, Mrs. P. Uh, And then on top of that, so the school won and she won. And then also I won because – and then the readers won because the kids get to read some really cool, exciting books. And uh, and so they offered me a 30 – it was called Intense Publications. Intense Publications are out of Dallas, Texas. A really great uh, assertive company. They really push hard and work hard, and um, they were formed by former teachers, middle middle reader, middle school teachers, and uh, they offered me a thirty uh, book deal all the way to 2029, which is amazing. And so they get first writer refusal for every manuscript um, that I submit to them. So mm-hmm. I've already I've already written three of the books. The next book comes out. It's called M- Mrs. P. Um, Who stole Who stole my keys. So it's a, it's a Mrs. P series, and this will come out in January, and the next one will come out in uh, August of uh, 2021. And so I just continue to write and write and write and work on the books, and it's just, it just amazes me because I think it's very rare. I haven't ever heard of many people getting, um, you know, that many book deal, uh, traditional, traditional deal. So. Right. So your life is just rocking and rolling because, uh, you're a part of the Tennessee Songwriters Association, and one of mm-hmm. your, Record is a uh, is a Grammy award winning record. Mm-hmm. Well, Grammy award nominated, yes, not okay, not okay, nominated. Mm-hmm. Just want to make that clear, okay. yes, uh-huh. and Dove award nominated, and uh, the Tennessee Songwriting Association, very active, large organization here in, in Nashville, uh, actually actually awarded me um, honored me with Songwriter of the Year twice in a row, which was just really overwhelming, exciting, you know. So. For that, the song is called "Love Is the Reason." If you want to check it out, it's it's uh, been recorded ten times by various artists, uh, major artists that have uh, recorded everybody from the King of Romance. Uh, his name is Engelbert Humperdinck, and then I'm sure you've heard of Gloria Gaynor, who did "I Will Survive." She recorded the yeah. song too, and uh, just various different artists have recorded it over the years, and still gets played in lots of weddings and all over the place around the world. <laughs> So with this particular podcast, I know a lot of people listen and they try to find out the inside details on the business and how things work, I guess, like the, mm-hmm. the politics of it. Um, with with writing the books and doing songs, uh, what have you noticed about business that you like in that industry and that you don't like? Well, I like the, the things I do like is that there are a lot of people that help each other out, and I like that, the camaraderie, like – I'm always, that's my philosophy is to always help other people out and join together as a team, collaboration together. So um, when you help one other person out, they help you and vice versa, and we all help each other out. And so we become successful together, and that's what I do like about that. So I've done a lot of collaborations. Also, I've done with, with Mary Elizabeth Jackson. We did a books, some books, um, the Poolicious series we've done together and another series, things, and uh so, but the things that I dislike are that uh, there there are inside politics, and there are people that are out for themselves. Probably like any kind of business, people only think of themselves and not want to, or stabbing the back or different things like that. They'll um, basically um, just um, try to control. I guess I would say that try to control that everything about them, like hold on to their publishing, hold on to their writing, hold on to everything about it 
And that's, I guess some people would say that's a smart business sense to do all controlling. But in the other sense, they also leave other people out and maybe sometimes they're not as successful if they don't collaborate and work together as a team. Cause I think team effort really, really can uh, spark successful projects really and yeah. launch successful projects. So before we wrap up, I like to ask everybody this new question now. What do you think your first impression and your last impression is amongst people? Based on the people that have met me and know me and are friends or not friends, uh, most of them say I'm a friend, friendly, likable person and that um, I try to work things together in a, a joint way and a collaborative effort and try to help other people out. That's I like to try to help future generations out, you know. And did you say dislike? No, not dislike. What last impression? What's what's people's first and last impression of you? Last impression? Hmm. Yes. I don't know. Maybe maybe that I'm a real maybe a business person too, as as far as not only just creative, but I also have a business sense of um, of of doing working in books and songs with people together. Yeah, business. Right. I ask that question because, you know, life seems to be extremely unexpected in, in these crazy pandemic times. And mm-hmm. I just wonder if people pay attention to their perception amongst other people. So I ask that question quite often, uh, even in, you know, aside from the podcast in real life, uh, just so I can keep people on their toes about, you know, what are people going to say about you when you're no longer here? You know, is it going to be fact or fiction? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope they would say that. I mean, I would. That's what I was saying. I hope they would say that I was, I was generous and kind to help people people out in in getting their dreams accomplished too. Because that's what I used to, you know, try to do to to include other other people in in you know in in what I'm doing. You know, instead of it all being all for me kind of thing. So, right. Well, I'm your host, Darshan McAway. We're talking to author Thornton Klein. Sorry, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Yes, sir. Yes, it was an honor being on your show. Thank you so much. And, um, you sure make it fun. It's great. <laughs> Dude, let's, tell it, let's tell everyone where they could uh, go purchase your books and where they can find you on social media. Okay, you can find me on, well, you can go to my website. It's Thornton. You have to put an N in the, N in the middle. It's T-H-O-R-N, like Nancy, T-O-N, ThorntonKlein.com. You can reach me on Facebook at Thornton Douglas Klein. Uh, you can reach me um, on the uh, – um, let's see. It's uh, Also, you can email me on Thornton Thornton Douglas – I mean, I'm sorry, ThorntonKleinAuthor at gmail.com, ThorntonKleinAuthor at gmail.com. And I'm on various websites and different social media, Instagram and the, uh, the Twitter and all this. By all means, go to wowpodcast.me to check out the – latest podcasts and interviews from our USA Today and New York Times bestselling authors. Thornton, it was a pleasure having you on. It was an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you.